Hey, we've got another episode of Hope and Mum and Dad podcast for you today. I'm Fuzz with my wife Becky. Hello. And we have decided to start this podcast. We're only four episodes in, but this podcast is about our IVF journey and we're also connecting with um, other people with the same, uh, they're going through the same thing, you know, IVF. Uh, going through an IVF journey, uh, whether that's like they've already done it or if you're in the middle of it or looking to do that. Um, we're just basically, we've made a podcast to get together and have a place where we can all talk about stuff because it is a really annoying, stressful, long, long thing. Um, so it's obviously our our thoughts were it's better to do it together so we can all talk about it together and uh, you know not feel so alone about it. That's right and this week we spoke to Caitlin and Lee who are another couple in South Wales um, going through infertility and they've been trying to conceive a baby for a number of years and I won't tell you too much more but we had loads of fun talking to them so here it is. Have fun. So here we are. Becky has arranged this uh, catch-up and uh, I'm just gonna hand over to Becky now. Yeah welcome Caitlin and Lee how are you doing? Hi. How's everything going with you guys? Yeah, good. Excellent. Thank you for having us. No problem. For inviting us it's great to have um to have you guys on and like hear a little bit about um what someone else is going through on their journey and their journey <laughs> and find out how um trying to conceive is um can like affecting you really. So um yeah. just to give the listeners some context and stuff, do you wanna introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about who you are? Yeah, cool. So I'm Caitlin. This is Lee, my husband. Um, we've been trying to conceive for just over four years. Um, we've had quite a lot of treatment already. Um, six rounds of Clomid, two IUIs that we paid for privately in CRGW while we were waiting for NHS funding. And then we had IVF on the NHS um, last year in May. Um, we had one fresh transfer and two frozen transfers and never been successful. We've never had a, a pregnancy before. Um, so currently just waiting for, we've got two embryos left in the freezer. Amazing. Um, two left. Yeah, we had some good numbers. We had five embryos collected. Yeah. Um, so we're just waiting for those back in. They're going to do a double embryo transfer next time. We're also same as you in the Heath yeah. in Wales Fertility Institute. Um, so they're just patiently waiting for us in the freezer and we're uh, not so patiently. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on, everyone. Let's get going on this. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. You're waiting. Yeah. And then we've all this on top. It's yeah. Just... They're suddenly starting to talk and update us again, aren't they? The Wales Fertility Institute, like slowly but surely coming out with their little Facebook posts and everything. But yeah, generally I, it's I, been... Go on. I think they're... Um they've had some feedback that the communication hasn't been great so I think we're now finally yeah starting to speak thank god <laughs> so um tell us a bit about like you two how did you guys meet and um and I know you guys are married aren't you yeah yeah, yeah we got married in 2018 um we started trying to conceive pretty much as soon as we met yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. No messing around. Yeah. If you there was no messing around. <laughs> we came to, to my house. Did you both night, know um, about it? Or? Never. <laughs> 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 trapping. Um, we met. Do you want to tell the story about? Oh, it's sure. a it's a quite a funny story, yeah, isn't it? Um, my mum was in London. She's a Londoner. Mm. Um, she lives in Wales now, but she's from London originally. So she went to London for the weekend. And she was outside this pub and there were some boys trying to work out how to get the train back to Victoria. Yeah, there was a tube strike on. There oh, was. Yeah, we were in Camden and there was a tube strike on. So we were just like, how are we going we to get our bus back? How are we going to get back? Was it we for a gig? Pardon? Were you in Camden for a gig? No, we have, our friends live up in London. Ah, so okay. we were just visiting, uh, visiting my mate I was. Mm. And then we were just trying to get, we were like, how are we going to get back to Victoria? And then this woman approached us and she said, oh, I'm, uh, she said, I know the area. If you just go up there, there's another tube station up there. And she recognised her accent. She said, oh, what about some Wales are you from? So when someone asks you, I just say, oh, Newport. Yeah. yeah. Someone, oh, she goes, I know Newport. Um, um, what part of Newport? I said, oh, really? It's Risker. She said, no way. Um, my daughter lives in Risker. What? And I was like, well, 
weird. And you were like, I'm she looking said, for a wife, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, She's looking for a husband. Yeah, and she was, she was like, oh, yeah, there's a picture of my daughter. I'll text her now and I'll tell her to meet you in the pub tonight. Oh, my God. So, so we, we got back off the bus, um, went into Risker. I seen Caitlin in the bar and I said, oh, I met my mother-in-law today. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. She didn't even confirm it with you. She didn't say, oh, Caitlin, I'm sending this strange man I found on the streets to you. She told me, yeah, she said. That would help, wouldn't it? Oh, my God. We both both live in Risca and we've never, ever met each other before. So that was our first. What, all your lives? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How big's Risca, though? Is it it kind of like the veil? And and it's a really, really, like, um, friendly community. You know, everyone knows everyone. And Mm. it was just, I was like, there is an age gap. Just a bit. Yeah. <laughs> what is the age gap? Yeah, eight years. Eight years, yes. Yeah. So I can't figure gap. out who, which way that is. Is that good? Yeah. Really? No, I know. It's You're younger. Me. You're younger. Me. The lady is always younger <laughs> in these situations. It's just being, just for the sake of, uh, you know, just uh, being, being uh, impartial. <gasps> That's mad. So your mum played Cupid. Yeah. That's so cool. So, yeah, I, know so I, I met her before I met Caitlin. It oh, was, wow. It was crazy. And it was just... It was just off the cuff, you know, sort of. We were just in London. It was oh, just my God. Weird. And so yeah. I love how confident you were, Lee. Just like, oh, I just met my lo- my mother-in-law. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, Yeah, I had been drinking all day. So nah, yeah. there we go. Really <laughs> Dutch courage. <laughs> love it. Courage, yeah. yeah, otherwise, yeah, I don't, I, I, I'm not, I don't usually talk a lot, but. Uh, no, yeah. let's just drink. Yeah, and then we came up and. Uh, and he never moved out. Yeah, never moved out. <laughs> oh, amazing! So it's just been the two of you since then, ever, like from the get go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. It was all a bit of a whirlwind. We were engaged after a year. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, married after two years. Oh, lush! Um, I think it's lovely. Yeah, I love hearing people's stories about how they get together and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I think when you know, you know. So it's lovely that you yeah. just thought, you know, we want to make a family together exactly yeah. grow grow a family because i i always think um when people say make a family i think it makes it sound like you two together aren't really a family but you are already yeah you know so it's like growing it yeah we've got to remember to that we are still a family even though yeah it's easy to forget though isn't it because you get bogged down and thinking baby 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 you know yeah um Mm. so obviously you're saying uh you started trying before you got married um so how did you kind of like go through the motions just for anyone who may be at the very start of their journey what what they can expect yeah. and like what, what uh, maybe a do. better way of asking is how did you like at what point did you start thinking okay we might need to do you know a different route after, after 12 months okay because i've been googling it and um so straight away you know downloaded all the app the fertility apps and yeah. did all the ovulation sticks and all those things and after 12 months then that's just the, the advice on the nhs website if you've been trying over 12 months for our age, I think if you're older, it might be six months. Mm. Um, but yeah, we just went straight to the GP after 12 months. And then they referred us for all the basic tests. So we had cycle day 21 blood tests, the HSG, ultrasounds, um, least sperm test. And they were all pretty much fine. The, the only thing was that it, it was showing that I wasn't ovulating on the blood tests, mm-hmm. which is strange because I have regular cycles. Um, so they couldn't really work that out it wasn't until we went to crgw about two years later that they tested my thyroid and then (laughs) realized i had the same as you yeah uh i remember if it's under or over (laughs) i never remember yeah it's not a lot so in normal terms it's my thyroid's fine but in fertility terms it knocks it out so it's it's quite sensitive then like i didn't like i'm quite oblivious to because there's so much information going along i just trust becky to to know what's up and just let me know where I got to go and what's going on. But yeah, I'm exactly the same. <laughs> I, it's not that I don't care. It's just, I can't, abs- yeah, I'm dyslexic yeah, yeah. and a bit thick sometimes as well. So like to remember, like I, I've tried remembering details and saying, Oh yeah. Cause it's, and it's wrong. I'm just like, okay, just let me know. So I'm in, that, yeah. that's kind Anywhere of, I need to be in one. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's kind of interesting. So, for me, the layman, because obviously you girls are on the ball, you're looking at stuff constantly and, you know, you know your stuff, like most women <laughs> do, probably, looking into fertility stuff. But for the layman, mm-hmm. for the for people like me, is a thyroid issues basically, are you, is it, is it fair to say the thyroid issues are basically like 
Um, you can have a slightly off thyroid thing, which wouldn't affect you in everyday life, but it can make a massive difference for fertility stuff. Exactly, yeah. And they should really do those tests on the NHS, I As think, standard. at the beginning. Yeah. Do you, not get, do you not get a thyroid test on the NHS? You can, no, but it, they don't do it for fertility treatment. They don't do it for those investigations, do they? And if, it, if we did do it on the NHS, it would have come back fine anyway. They wouldn't have looked into it mm-hmm. from I, a fertility point yeah, of view yeah i do like um i do a lot of fitnessy things and i'm starting to look into like how other athletes and i'm not calling myself an athlete but other people like check their blood and and mm. get their blood work done and stuff and i think thyroid um stuff is a quite a common one to get done so i'm i could be talking shit like i'm not i'm not a doctor but from i what from what i remember when people get their basic blood work done for like b12 and iron levels and stuff like that, i think thyroid function is quite accessible like if you need to get a private one done which like you said it might speed yeah. things up for like a couple of years for people you know if they need yeah. to get it done just pay it privately whatever and um there's a lot of them that post the test you and stuff like that yeah, as well that's amazing and what yeah. t-cell function that you measure don't they yeah t3 yeah. and t4 i don't know the details or the science but it's kind of interesting because <laughs> um because the coronavirus stuff at the moment the vaccines that they're developing looking at actually work with the t-cells wow. so it's like i've been uh yeah checking stuff up about that he's a big reader <laughs> youtube watcher don't be silly yeah <laughs> right. um so so you yeah you had um everything looked great uh and then finally after a year or two you had to push for it i guess and then get yeah. all, and then you got your thyroid test done and it kind of pointed that it was a little bit out which would mm-hmm. explain that you wouldn't feel drastically different in everyday life, but it had a massive effect. Or, yeah. Did it have a massive effect or could it have? Or I think that might have been the reason why I wasn't ovulating. So since taking the thyroxine, I've been doing ovulation kits and stuff, and they show that, that I am now. So, yeah, I think it helped in that sense. So um, um, was it – you went to the CRGW. Was that mm-hmm. like – in what point of, um, like, you went to the GP, but then you went to the CRDGW. Was that in between, kind of, like, waiting? Because did they give you yeah. a time frame? They, they just, I think they just said, you're on the list for the NHS. It'd be about six months. Mm-hmm. We'll ring you when, you know, when we're ready kind of thing. I'm sure you've... Yeah, yeah it takes ages. Yeah, yeah, it takes ages. Yeah. And you've got to keep on. I always tell people, <laughs> if yeah. they're starting off, I'm like, you need to nag them because... And I certainly did. Yeah. I knew my voice by the end of it. I was like, hi, any update? Mm. Like every Monday. I love because, it. But then one day I did just phone and I was like, any update? And they were like, oh yeah, I've got your name here. Should we book you in? <gasps> what? Wow. Like, You've just made Becky yeah. put a speed dial on her phone now. <laughs> it's yeah, like Christmas Day. That's, I don't know. They're probably going to hate us putting this out because they're going to get like bombarded with calls and people realise, well, yeah. maybe, maybe it was coincidence. Yeah, maybe not now yeah. in these times, but yeah. 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 So um, how did your treatment go from finding out your thyroid was a bit wonky? Like, what did... <laughs> excuse the layman terms. How dare you? <laughs> Mine's the same. Have the wrath of the internet on you now. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, wonky yeah. thyroid. What kind of... What, what did CRGW suggest then? That you start thyroxine and... Yeah, so they, the GP, they wrote a prescription for my GP, so that was good. So didn't mm-hmm. have to pay for it. Um, and then we... They suggested IUIs just because... Um, everything looked, you know, fine. It was we had a good sperm count and things, so they said that might be the best option. Mm-hmm. And we decided to go for it because it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. Um, and a bit easy. It's kind of like, and I'm glad I did do them because it is like a mini IVF kind of thing. Yeah. Trial so run. Still take yeah. yeah. And yeah, it was. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. So like when we came to actually do IVF, then we knew we'd had all of the medication before. You take the same trigger shot and the same drugs, just in a higher dosage for IVF. So. It was a good little introduction, really. To yeah, me. it was. Yeah. The world of needles. Get you yeah. ready for doing the, uh, yeah, the injections. Yeah. Kind of pro. Even yeah. the, even them are daunting themselves, like doing in- injections. Yeah, I imagine. You couldn't watch the first. The, time, the first too. round, I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't watch it. But then I do them all now, don't I? I yeah. Just, uh, How big is a needle? Um. Not very. They're really thin. Yeah. Mm. They're like they they look quite long, but really speaking, they're not they're not that bad. Mm. They're not even really that painful. It's just and just goes into muscles, is it? Like your ass or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
it's, it's the fact that you're you know you're stabbing your wife with a yeah. with a thing you're just like i think if you see the way around becky you'd be like no i'll do it it's cool yeah it's cool <laughs> yeah. oops wrong place oops <laughs> it's, quite, it's nice it's good doing it yourself but then it's nice for i think for you to get involved and... yeah Lie down again and yeah, just do yeah. The displeasure. I was just about to say that, Lee. It's nice that you've um helped Caitlin do the injections because it kind of like brings you into it a bit more, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, it was quite good because they do. I don't know if they did it CRGW, I can't remember, but when we went to the Heath, they give you a little sponge for you to practice on, so you oh, know really? what kind of know the sensation yeah. and what's gonna, what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I think they did do it. Yeah. yeah, and they, they teach you, you know, how to do them and things. So. Yeah. So how many IUIs did you have before you made it, it to the two WFM? Two IUIs. Um, I think they recommend three. They, you do get three on the NHS if if you're eligible. Mm-hmm. Um, if, uh, if, if And if it's suitable, because it is only suitable if you've got a uh, a good sperm count. Yeah. Um, so they offer three normally, and then you, then you get your rounds of IVF. Um, so we just did two, because by the... By the end of it, I was just like, "Come on now, let's move yeah. on, do the do the real thing." And then um, the real thing—I shouldn't say that. Yeah, or, well, it's the big thing, isn't it? Like yeah. the, the, the thing thing. that no the one final, really wants, yeah. but you get there and you're like, "Yes, we're finally here." <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it is quite like a nice—it's crazy, but I enjoyed the stimming part of it and the injections and stuff, just because you feel like you're doing something and you finally feel like, yeah, you know, you're actually getting somewhere. Yeah, I can I can kind of empathize with that. Like, obviously, I haven't been through it yet, but I can see how it's kind of like oh, you're kind of at that uh, the precipice of something amazing happening. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then when um, when the drugs arrive, and yeah, it's, I, it's exciting. I've always said, um, when, especially when we've gone to the Heath and they put it up on the screen for you, and they watch you watch the uh, embryo go in, and then they release it. Um, if we wasn't, if we if we were conceiving naturally, you wouldn't see that bit of it. Yeah, you do. It is really good. You see a little light, and it's almost like a light shines. It's beautiful. It's and then nice and then you see. Is the that the reaction? Really, the um. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I, I've always said we we wouldn't see that if we yeah. if you were doing it not if you were conceiving naturally. So you wouldn't yeah. get a picture of your five day embryo. Yeah. The... Yeah. Yeah. That's really awesome. So, um. Because you talk about pictures there, Caitlin, because you've got quite a lot of art of your M babies, haven't you? I love, yeah, I love my art. Yeah. It's from an Instagram competition of the first two. Yeah. And then I thought, well, I can't have two and not the other one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've had them all turned into like nice little artworks. They're beautiful. And they're by our bed, aren't they? That's and lovely. Yeah, even though, you know, none of them made it. They're still... They were something. Part. They weren't nothing. Yeah. Like, that, that was an important part of your your like path through life and 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 you know it's there's so much potential there was so much potential there wasn't there and for whatever reason it didn't happen but yeah, yeah. so what's the next yeah. stage now then like where are you guys at the moment just so before um the clinics closed we were due to have an endometrial scratch i think they phoned us on the monday maybe to say that it was getting cancelled and the scratch was due to be on the friday yeah um the scratch is before a transfer. It's an additional add-on that you have to pay for at the Heath, which they never pushed for it, to be fair. They were really kind of indifferent about it. They just yeah. said, if you want to do it, you can. But we decided to pay for it. It's £150. Mm-hmm. And it's just to kind of wake up the line in a little bit. And they just, they do it, I think it's day 21 before your cycle, before your frozen cycle. And they kind of just do a little procedure where they scrape the endometrial line in um, to kind of get things moving and, make your body realize right come on. something's happening yeah yeah so, so um we would, yeah we would just have that so i guess we just wait now for them to reopen yeah and then they'll just book us in i'm hoping we don't have to kind of start it all again okay yeah you know, with the planning and things i'm hoping they'll just say right ring us on day 21 and you can come in okay so would that be like a natural cycle then because you don't with a frozen transfer so normally you take medication to kind of stop your cycle yeah keep everything quiet and stop of like to stop you ovulating um kind of like a mini menopause type state Mm -hmm. um but there is suggestions to show that um non-medicated transfers are quite good as well yeah um so with those you wait until you are you do the ovulation sticks you wait until you ovulate and then they do the transfer then at the right time Mm -hmm. so we 
we were going to do that this time as well, just because we've never done it before. We've always done it with medication. Um, so I was wondering whether maybe the medication could be affecting my lining because I've always got a bit of a rubbish lining. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we we did have a scan once. Um, we again another Instagram competition. <laughs> we won um, to go and see Dr. George in Zeta West in London. Oh yeah, I think amazing. I think I remember following you on my personal account at the time and seeing that and being like, wow, that's so cool. Was yeah, that was good. £350 um, that would have cost. Yeah. We would so good together. And it, it gave us a lot of, um, like, he was saying the stuff that um, could help. Mm-hmm. And then we went back into the NHS and everything he mentioned, they just, they were like, yeah, we'll do that for you. We'll do that. Wow. So lucky in that sense. Yeah, he gave us lots he of He gave us stuff that we didn't know about. Yeah. So then we took back to the NHS and... Fair play to the to the nurse who's seen us. She was just like, "Oh no, that was Doctor D'Angelo." Yeah, I think Dr. You yeah. yeah. She I was just that. like, "Yeah, I'll do that for you. I'll do that. We'll have that." We'll That's have who that. we got, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. She's so cool. She's isn't great. She? She's lovely. She's yeah. amazing. Ariana. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I wonder why there's that difference then, like between the two practices in terms of obviously straightforward one's NHS and one's private. But Doctor George obviously kind of gave you some like a bit more perspective, like you say. It was yeah, it. Just, I think it's. I'm sure, I'm sure he said that it's just um, it's the NHS's protocol. So mm-hmm. it's just it's just like having a tick sheet. Someone comes in and they say, "We've got to do this. We've got to do this. Got to do this." Where I think private ones, they're, they're more advanced. They're not, not advanced, but they 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 got a lot more research going on because obviously they they're, they're not funded by the by the government. So they just they've got better opportunities. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I suppose then they I can. Think- t- Go on. Sorry. No, you go. It's hard, isn't it, when you're uh, yeah online, you're not face to face. Um, I think as well because I'd had so many failed rounds, mm. so eleven rounds of treatment. Yeah. Um, I th- I guess the more you have, the more they've got to work with. Yeah. So like, they could look at you know my lining from every cycle, and you know how many follicles I produced yeah. and things like that. So, I think that's another reason why they're now thinking of other things. Yeah. Like the hysteroscopy, so we had that last week, and that was something Dr. George suggested. Yeah. Yeah. And so she... Can I just ask though, you say 11 rounds, and I'm talking as a layman, like that is kind of understanding everything again, but like uh, one round is when they kind of like, is that like when they take eggs and harvest eggs, and then from there they'll implant? Like, when, what, 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 what does the word round kind of entail? Yeah, so the way I was saying it then was rounds of fertility treatment so six clomids two IUIs three IVFs but with the NHS kind of terms mm. one round is one egg collection so we've had egg collection they collected say 12 eggs I think yeah. in one go yeah, yeah. is that good? good is that like yeah yeah, yeah. Pretty good you don't want too many because then you might overstimulate mm. and you don't want obviously you want 12 yeah 12 is a really good number I was pleased with that then we got 10 fertilised and five made it to day five. So we got five embryos. Um, one was a fresh transfer, so they transferred it five days, you know, as soon as it got to day five, and then the other four were frozen. So we've used two of the frozen ones. We've got two left. All of that is still one round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is amazing. I always thought it would be one fresh transfer, yeah. one frozen, you're done, that's your two rounds. Yeah. I think that's so what we are we- looking we mm. were blown away by that when we saw Dr. D'Angelo. We were like, wow, so you could like, and like the odds... have a whole family. <laughs> yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. I mean, because really all you need is one. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. okay. So, yeah, like you've done one round with the NHS. Yeah. But that and we're isn't... still in that round. We've still got two left. So, there we go. So, it's looking pretty positive. But... Even. Yeah. Know. So, we've still got a lot of funding left. Yeah. But yeah when I say 11 rounds, I mean. You know, eleven cycles of trying drugs. Yeah. So, yeah. and then obviously IVF is when they take a frozen or a fresh, pop it in. Yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then the other you had other treatments too that were like similar to IVF but not the same. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah. pretty, pretty optimistic, think... right? Yeah. It's, Just... it's, it's so difficult, though, because obviously, like you say, there's optimism in it because we're fortunate in Wales that we get those three rounds and you're still in the first one. But it must be so it is difficult for you. 
you know it's so it's it's so difficult for you when things don't go right you know and 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 it doesn't implant and and become a pregnancy yeah how do you guys deal with that because like we haven't had any rounds and i am maybe it's well the person i am is that except expect it to fail and then if it works it's a bonus that's how i operate in general um yeah but so before you went into it did you kind of give yourselves a bit of a talk and be like okay right let's not get too carried away the first round was kind of like we called it a trial round yeah yeah um but again it's still heartbreaking when yeah. it doesn't work i usually bleed quite um early so i usually have a transfer and then i bleed about six days later yeah um which again might be something to do with my lining um so yeah we didn't we never even get to the pregnancy test point yeah. we just okay which i suppose is maybe a good thing because seeing not pregnant is horrific yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah so obviously you still have to test but um yeah it's awful Lee's a lot more positive than me and you yeah. know Lee does all his affirmations and positivity and I'm just yeah oh, I don't... well I don't know it's hard I guess and I don't think you know I think for us guys it's probably it's easier for us to deal with because it's not our body that's like yeah involved yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly how it is to because it, it, it's not happening to yourself you just you you sort of think oh it, you know it, it will happen mm. stay positive but obviously i still think it's important for us to do that though i think um yeah. yeah no i really do like think and i'm 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 kind of like i said i always i always imagine the most negative scenario so that, that anything positive is a bonus and uh i'm i don't know we me and becky talked about it a few times but you know i i don't know like it's, I don't think you can actually you can you can't do anything. You've just gotta have a shit time, yeah. haven't you? It must be hard for you to not be able to really do anything. I suppose. Like I'm, I'm quite glad that I get to go through it. I think because I'm more in more. Yeah. Involved. So no, it, it must be hard looking in and. I'm okay. Like I think you know. To be honest, like I just think, I've li- we've lived in different parts of the world where healthcare's different stuff like so i really really appreciate the nhs the fact that we get uh, ivf treatment on the nhs is amazing yeah. the, and the amount of treatment that you actually get like we just mentioned with the rounds and yeah three of them stuff is just mind-blowing so i really don't want to complain or grumble ever i am a little bit impatient i'm like come <laughs> on all my kids all my friends have got kids i want to get going i want to be part yeah. of a gang with a kid gang and you know but you know, I'm not going to complain, and I have to, you know, check myself every every now and again, you know, and uh, you know, I very gently remind Becky sometimes, <laughs> but it's hard, you know, because easier said it, than done, isn't it? Yeah, and it's it doesn't make oh, anyone yeah. a bad person for getting impatient and whatever, but I think it's important. It's not well, it's important, and it it helps, you know, if you just sort of uh, get humble every now and again, and you can think, you know, oh, if I lived in this country, I probably wouldn't get IVF. Yeah, if I lived exactly. here, I wouldn't do it, you know. So. You know, we're pretty lucky, but at the same time, it is really annoying to just wait. Waiting is the worst thing in the world. I hate yeah, waiting. Yeah. That's all it is. You're waiting, well, with COVID now, you're waiting for the clinics to reopen. Then you have to wait for your period to start, to start your medication. And mm. that's always late, every time, because... Yeah. Like just a, stress about it. It'll probably, you know, is it... You're waiting for it, yeah. yeah. And then it's yeah. always late. You wait yeah. for that. Then you wait for your scans and to see, you know, how you're follicles are doing and then you wait for the transfer no and then you wait for them to be fertilized and then you're like every morning waiting for them, the clinic to call you to ring to see how they're doing those receptionists the- must have the patience of a saint like the amount of times they probably <laughs> speak to the same person like yeah i know and then um then you're waiting for the transfer you hope that everything you know if it's frozen that it falls okay and mm-hmm. then you're waiting for the grades of the embryos and then you wait two weeks to do a pregnancy test which is <laughs> Horrid. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst days. part of the two-week break. So your situation, like, you, we were, just to loop it back a little bit to how you got your per, your journey with IVF, like, you were trying for ages, nothing was happening, got tested out, blah, blah, blah. Did they actually kind of say, okay, well, we think the, the kind of reason that you might need IVF is this, that, or the other, or did they just, is it just, like, if it's not happening, we'll just go? Or... Yeah, pretty much. I think they just... They did all of the, you know, the standard tests that the NHS do, mm. then gave us Clomid, um, and then because that didn't work, because we'd had private IUIs as well. Can we just recap what that is quick for people like me who don't know? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, sorry, my um, 
Laptop. Won't charge you. Technical issue. Is that <laughs> That's all right. Sorry, next batteries for um, an IUI is where they so with IVF the eggs come out of the body and they get fertilized in a lab. Right. With IUI it's kind of all done inside. In yeah. It means intrauterine insemination. insemination. Okay. Yeah. So basically you um, take the the meds for I think it's like two weeks the stim- stimulation meds. They look in with an IUI for like one to three follicles, whereas with IVF they want like well, I don't know, More. 10 to 20. Yeah. Um, but with, yeah, with an IUI, they, they only want one one to three-ish, I think. Mm. God, it was so long ago, I can't remember. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then, so you do a trigger shot, which is done 36 hours before the IUI, and that releases the eggs. And then they, um, you provide a sperm sample on the day, and then they pop it in. Yeah. So, and the, did we cover the male side of stuff? Did you did everything work out like kind of like nothing, nothing yeah, particularly wrong? Yeah. We've done, at least done two sperm tests. Probably do another one. I think they quite they like to do them every lucky leap. Years, I think. Yours were a white. We could have been about three years ago. No, I would have done one for the NHS as well. So I did one at. Didn't they use the? Oh, I can't remember. Nor me. I don't know if they used. The one that we did at Seattle. Yeah. I think Fuzz has found that experience quite harrowing. <laughs> ah, it always it always comes back to this with Becky. She loves it. She's she'll laugh for I like about to three days. Just, you a little bit. Yeah, you humiliate my relationship with a cup. Um, I wanted her to go in with her and give her a hand. <laughs> <laughs> I do listen. Yeah. Wow. I just, you know, why not? Live a little. Yeah, it's, you know? so it's a shit situation. This but I was like, no, it. you're on your own. <laughs> You was, yeah, that was the ba- horrible, isn't it? It, no, just like, watching waves of shame come over Becky. No, no, no. She used to not having any of it, and the the nurse was just like, oh, "Are you going in together?" Like totally blase. It's not a big deal. It's fine. Yeah. And you were just like self destruct. No. <laughs> I was like, "How do you think I feel?" Anyway, yeah, I did it though. You know? I don't know how you managed to perform and do it. I couldn't ever. <laughs> to be honest, I think most men can get it done. I think we're just <laughs> gross animals that will find a way. <laughs> Oh, yeah. In in CRGW, it's like downstairs, and you go in. So first off, you've got no reception on your phone, so you can't go on no uh, candles any, any any websites. Yeah, so, you know, like Facebook. So then, <laughs> so they've got a drawer. They've got a drawer full of porn. Ah. Which you think, well, other people have touched this. Oh, I don't God. want to. I don't want to touch. Yeah, it's it's a bit yeah. minging. You look at the chair and you go, well, someone's, sat, someone's in sat in there and done their best. So you're doing a handstand in the corner. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then in, in CRGW, you go downstairs and there's a little window that you, when, you, when you've finished, the lab's behind there. So you put it in this little window and you pass it over to this woman that's got the worst job in the world. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Hot off cup. the press. <laughs> and, uh, Warm and cups then, of jizz all day, but, yeah. So, so all through your mind, you're like, well, there's someone sat behind our window. Like, there's someone there. Like, and the two nurses were discussing what they had for breakfast. And I was like, this is not helping. Just like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, it was just, uh, it, it's an, it, yeah, I, uh, not so much embarrassing, but everyone knows what you're going in there for. Yeah. yeah. And when you're in the waiting room, it, it, this is a different clinic to our one, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we, we go into the clinic from, um, our clinic and you go in and there's, there's like another two guys in there or whatever with a little bag and you just kind of have that i know what you've just done like <laughs> yeah but yeah. also i've just done it too so should we just not look at each other and go in a corner and like it's weird but funny and then the heath the heath one's even worse isn't it because in the heath i don't know if you've used no, it. did i go to the heath yeah yeah and it's just that little room and it's just like mm. oh i don't know Clinical, I, and I, there's no, well, there's hardly any men working in the department either. No, and we we That's did true. it in the summer, and it was absolutely roasting in in the room, and I was just like, this, this is this is not going well. <laughs> you come out sweating, like, you're like, no, 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 it's, it's the like heat. Twenty five minutes is way too long to be in here now. Yeah. Oh, oh good God. grief. So it is the worst. The worst one is when you have to do the sperm sample when so you go down for your egg collection. Mm. So I'm like all gowned up and sedated and whatever, and then Lee's got like. You have a window of time where it's yeah. about an hour and a half yeah. where you can get it done. 
wow. so that they can fertilize the eggs. That's pressure. Yeah. And all when your wife's in theater and you've got to yeah. try and... Mm. And your last yeah, memory of your wife is sat there in a gown with a cap on and yeah. <laughs> sexy. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah so the male side of stuff came back pretty much like within the normal ranges and everything yeah Yeah. we only had basic nhs tests with the sperm so that's all we've um, had yeah Yeah. i don't know whether we'd maybe need another one soon but because we've got frozen embryos it doesn't really matter yeah yeah Yeah. on the next round wouldn't it yeah yeah because i've got a low count but good mobility i think so i think that's quite a good combination for for treatment i think that's as far as things go like as long as you've got um good mobility on the on the few that you have and if they can get a cut them then it's it seems quite positive to me like that kind yeah. of progression or whatever but you know we'll never know but becky's got thyroid stuff too um yeah. so yeah i mean it, it's it's interesting to know and again i think it's probably it's easier said than done but it's probably best just to not get into it too much yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just look, go do what the people tell you to do. Get second opinions yeah. and and just crack on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so hard to do though, isn't it? It's yeah, difficult. So with your hysteroscopy, is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Was that like an extra thing that Dr. George recommended too? Yeah, so that was done on the NHS. And I got to go to a private hospital. Which yeah. Was mm. It's like a hotel. I had a towel with the shampoo and conditioner on it. Ooh. So all that's missed. They turned my sheet over. Oh, really? <laughs> Tuck you in. Like when I was in theatre, and then I came back out, and the bed was turned over with a little pad there for me. Oh, quite a lot of bleeding. Oh, the staff were in- incredible. Well, that's nice um, that you got to have like star treatment because it mustn't be nice like to have to go through it. Yeah, I'm glad I got to do it there. Yeah, it's amazing. And mm. um, that was to see if I had any, you know, like polyps or cysts or anything mm-hmm. um, that might be affecting implantation. Yeah. But they were like, oh, everything looks fine. And I was a bit like, oh. I kind of wanted them to... Have a reason. Yeah, to be like, oh, there's this polyp, we've removed it. So, But as grow, as know. things stand, um, things are looking good. Like, you've got no, like, major, major issues that they said, like, this is going to be no, really difficult. But it's, it's one of those things, like, you know, um, you've had a couple of rounds so far and it hasn't kind of worked out yet. But that could just be unluck. Uh, unluck? That could just be luck, you know? Just... It could be, yeah. You yeah, know, it could just be. By the sounds of it, it, it sounds quite positive that you've had second opinions from Dr. George and you've had, you know, there's not a problem, you know, everything seems within the normal ranges. It, it, you know, hopefully it could just be the thyroid thing, you know, and you've just got to sort of yeah. balance, you've got to hit that spot of like getting the thyroid right at the right time. And it's mm. just like a, a balancing act, but you've got loads of uh, treatment left, which mm, try, yeah. I always try and find the positives and stuff, you know. Oh, even yeah, though, you need to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so what's what's the next uh, course of action for you guys now then? Just wait for a phone yeah. call. So you got to wait for an IVF round. With, no. You got yeah. two frozen left, two frozen embryos, yeah. and they're yeah. gonna and they'll will they put both in? Do you think? Yeah, they're putting both in this time. Ooh. Yeah. You could have twins. <laughs> does it work like that? I thought they have. Does it work like that? Can yeah. you Can they both yeah. um, develop at the same time? Yes. That's why they don't like to do double embryo transfers much because of the because multiple pregnancy is such a high risk okay Um, and they could turn into quads or whatever so they like to they they usually only transfer one (laughs) yeah Mm. so is that are they decided to do that because the other ones weren't successful yeah yeah Yeah. and because they're the the lowest quality so the five embryos that we got they transfer the best one okay yeah highest quality the second one's the second highest grade and then so on so yeah. because these two are like they they're good enough to freeze, so they're good quality, but they're not as good. Yeah. I yeah. found it um interesting before when you said in that um time frame once they've collected your eggs and they've put the put the sperm and the egg together and they give you a call every day to kind of let you know how they're doing. It's almost like they're at nursery and it's like, How are they I, doing? I don't even I would kinda of not want to know. I just like Really? Sorry, I just hit my mic. Yeah, I'd like to. Really? Oh no, you need to know. He can stress you out, though. You know. It's or exciting saying... too, though. I said I. I always say I feel like a like I should be sat on them like a penguin. Oh. Like I should be keeping them warm, mm. <laughs> and they're just like it's totally out of your control. That's so cute. That's such I think, a cute I image. Every day, I think I got that wrong. I think they ring you the day after trans um, collection, and then maybe day three, mm-hmm. and then day five or something like that. But yeah, that's a horrible wait. Yeah. Oh, I really hope your next 
when when it opens and everything goes that this is the one Thank I really you. hope so I hope too I hope you haven't got to yeah. go through too many bands before we go I always like to ask uh, guests if they had any positive words or words of hope or some suggestions or helpful advice that they give that they could give people um, you know just give put a bit of a positive spin on the end of the episode and looking forward with a bit yeah. of hope definitely I think that's great I think that's what people need in these times is a bit of just kind of light at the end of the tunnel but um, it is tough it's, it's such a you know it's such a traumatic thing to go through but we're strong and we can do it yeah. <laughs> you know, so the, the, just to recap some of the advice that we uh, you, you've said some yeah. really useful things over the over the last you know in in the podcast so like i think one of them one of the things you touched upon was like uh, second opinions and yeah i think if you can get a second opinion yeah then even, definitely even if it like i know we won the competition so we, you know we were lucky in that sense but even if i i would pay 350 pound for a second opinion you know because and especially if you talk to someone different from a different clinic they're gonna you, you're gonna come out with a lot more helpful yeah. you know a lot more help to, uh, to to know what's going on, so, so I would always definitely yeah, and maybe uh, lay off the actual research yourself, you know, like yeah, like I I don't do any like I I get all mine from Caitlin, so <laughs> probably like self, I just you know, but yeah, try not to read too much because there's so much different. Yeah, so, you, know, you know, we 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 were going for they say to have McDonald's chips after uh, transfer, transfer mm. you know. And we were doing that, and you're just it's like, what, "Why are we doing this? Why, you're like, why are we? Why are we having chips?" Like, yeah, just, it's just it's a myth, and someone's yeah. someone's done well with it. I reckon and... it's McDonald's. Yeah, oh. it's, like, <laughs> it's so funny those little rituals that people have taken on, yeah. and it's literally blown up. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. I think from a male's uh, point of view as well, especially like you know, we've had failed. It's, it's don't like men. You know what men like? They just they just shut off. But what I've learned is. You know, you, you don't know the right words to say, but there are words, you know, you, know, you can talk. Yeah. Don't be scared to talk to your wife when she's upset, even though you think you might make it worse. Mm. If, you know, if just, especially if you've had a failed embryo and you, you're thinking, well, there's nothing I can do, but just, yeah, just, there, just yeah. always talk, always talk to one another throughout it all. Yeah, I think for the cool. first one we did, I don't even think we spoke, well, we had the failed pregnancy test. I don't even think we spoke about it. We didn't mm. even we didn't, we didn't get any of our emotions out. So then the second one, we were like, right, let's sit down, let's recap, let's go through it all, yeah. and and then and then that helped. Then and then you feel more involved. Then from from a, from a male, you feel more every time you talk. You, yeah. you feel like you're more involved in it. Then I hope that um I like to think that I'm trying to be ahead of the game and sort of talk about like you know it might not be the first time that it happens for us, but let's yeah. not lose sight of it. Like let's. You know, it's not the end of the world. It's okay, but but I know that's probably going to go out the window. But <laughs> I, think I try and I try and foresee that, and I don't know. I don't yeah. even know if that's possible. It's really do. nice advice, Lee, though, because it is it is difficult to to go through anything where you where you lose something because essentially you're yeah. grieving, aren't you? Like that's yeah, something that yeah, you yeah. had, and now it's gone. Because once the transfers happen, they call it pupo, don't they? Pregnant until proven otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. So theoretically, you've been pregnant. So and and that's yeah, a positive yeah. thing, isn't it? But it is so yeah. difficult because it means you've also lost. I th- yeah, I think I think doing more stuff like this, like two years yeah. ago, I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't have sat here. I wouldn't have spoke spoken to anyone about it. Yeah, um, I casually so bring it up, and people are like, "Wow!" I'm like, "Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not a big deal." Also, from from being more open about it, so you know, it's half time. I wouldn't have even like. Caitlin to put pictures of me on her Instagram thing. So just to, but the more I was, the amount of people that have approached me, some men that have approached me. Even like, I've been in a pub toilet and someone looked at me, oh, you know, I didn't know you were going through it. I'm going through it as well. Have you got any advice? Mm. Yeah. It literally happens all the time, doesn't it? Same some me, some yeah. boil, some someone, a male had just approached me and even even text me. Like I'll yeah. have a text off someone and be like, yeah. can you help me out with this? That's interesting. We should maybe, um, I, like, so me and Becky, um, I'm obviously a photographer and a filmmaker. I do loads of different things. Like, oh, I I do weddings. I do commercial work, stuff like that. So I'm quite into tech and bits and pieces and stuff like that. And I was I was potentially going to put together a uh, like a Twitch or a, just like a hangout type place. And I think um, yeah, it'd be kind of cool to do that with like the guys 
and maybe just yeah. have a little hangout and just talk. Oh, hey, it's Tony. What's going on? How did you count come back? Okay. Did you have tips? Did the thing, you know, yeah. be kind of cool. So I'll probably set that up actually. It's a good idea. Little but, boys network. Not little boys. Good. Look at this. Look at <laughs> this. Boys network. Matriarch over here. Um, <laughs> we did before where, um, you know, you just sent people gifts. Well, that was, was like, cute. Yeah, it was like a, um, that was for a male. Yeah, because, because uh, you know, the males, are not, not forgotten about, but, you know, it's, it's more, and mm. it was just, Caitlin approached, or, you approached someone, and they just, I just got sent a load of, you know, a big box of just gifts. It was like, Reese's Pieces chocolates nice. in there and just loads, yeah. loads of stuff yeah. like that. And I sent one one on then to them, didn't I? So, It'd be kind of yeah. cool if there was like a little um I don't know, I'm just thinking out loud this might sound stupid now, but like if there was like if people were part of a community and like every now and again you just put a quid into the pot wherever and then if someone had a really rough time then people yeah. could like send yeah. something, you know. But it, it's kind of collated as a whole rather than just one person saying something yeah no but um no i mean yeah like especially with lockdown i've been um, playing games a lot more because i haven't had i can't do as other things to relax and unwind whereas i'd go out and go for massive bike rides and runs and stuff i do exercise yeah. a bit but i've been playing a lot more computer games so i just thought it might be cool to mix it up a bit and have like uh you know a bit of a, a stream yeah. hangout type thing because a lot of guys play computer games yeah. it's like quite quite a thing cool so i think we we're gonna wrap up now um yeah. but it's awesome to catch up with you guys and we'll definitely so catch up. yeah we'll catch up with you guys again for sure and yeah. we'll sort of share our progress and catch up with your progress and stuff like that and i will put a link for this hangout for us guys to kind of get together and talk some yeah. shit and just chat and whatever about IVF yeah. stuff not that I feel like I have that much to contribute because I'm still learning about mm -hmm. most of it yeah yeah but that's it's just a place to hang out and, you know, yeah I've been doing it three years and I'm still learning so yeah but I'll put that description below I'll probably be on Twitch or something like that and um yeah it'd be cool to hang out and just you know yeah. get a bit of a community going so Definitely. and it's not just South Wales as well we're, we're keen to speak to friends and people all over the world yeah. So, yeah, make sure you check us out and yeah. uh, we'll sign off now and then probably do... Before we do sign off, yeah. I just think um, I was going to say that obviously the Instagram Instagram community, like you said, has brought you so much in those terms that you got gifts. You know, you've done that nice um, collab for the men and then you obviously won that amazing um, baby portrait and the um, Dr. George thing. So I'd say anyone who is going through it to get onto Instagram. And or, or where can they find you, Caitlin? What's your tag? It's at Caitlin and Lee try to be three, the number three. Yeah. I'll put a graphic on the screen for that. So if people are watching. But yeah, if you just say it one more time, just for people listening. So Caitlin and Lee try to be three, the number three. Yeah. And if you look for hashtags as well, so things like fertility, IVF, IVF UK, you'll find loads of accounts on there. There's some amazing people to follow and it's the best community. Yeah. I've made some life friends from Instagram and honestly i'd recommend it to anyone going through it that's Get on amazing there. even if you want to be anonymous you can you know you can just set up an anonymous profile you don't need to show anyone your name or your photo or anything yeah. but yeah the community are in, they're, they're incredible and there's no one that'll truly understand what you're going through yeah unless they through it themselves yeah. you know it's great to speak to yeah to people I think I can't wait for the pandemic kind of to lift a bit so that we can come up to Risker and see you and we can all go out together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah and there's always meetups and things as well. That, We've yeah. got a bar in our back garden as well. So. Yeah, That's amazing. the plan for us, I think. That's the <laughs> we'll next bring step. bring our tent. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Cool. All right, well, we'll catch up with you soon. Uh, make sure everyone to uh, give uh, Caitlin a follow, to catch, you know, to follow their story and stuff. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch up with you all in a bit. Brilliant. So that was Caitlin and Lee. I hope you enjoyed listening to uh, what they had to say. I know we did, especially the how they met story. I thought that was really cute. Mm. I love the way fate works. <laughs> um, a few things for us this week. Nothing has changed at all. We're still in the same situation. Wait, 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 repeat. Yeah. So um, that's us. Just fingers crossed that things start moving soon. And Some other bits of news that we could talk about is uh, uh, basically in that podcast that you just listened to, uh, we talked to Lee and we were saying about like how guys, it's a, I don't know, it seems to be a little bit of a, uh, a weird thing for guys because it's not our body that goes through all this stuff, but we, we, you know, a lot of guys might feel 
oh, what do I do? What do I say and stuff? So, you know, like on that note, I've all already kind of thought about doing something where we could just have a bit of a space where guys and, you know, everyone can just like dip in and out and just chat. And I don't know, I think if we just all talk about it a bit more, then uh, it makes it a bit less weird. So me and Becky will, we are starting a stream over on Twitch. So that means every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m., uh, Becky will be kicking my ass playing Crash Bandicoot and other various games and we'll have a, a chat on the go and stuff like that and we can just sort of uh, check in check in with you all maybe you could ask us some questions give us some give us some tips and advice um, and yeah you know we can update you next week on our fitness stuff I know last week we said uh, Becky Gay had a bit of a challenge to you know do two 5k runs long story short we'll go into it next week but basically I think we overdid it a little bit with Becky. Just a bit. So we need to, uh, you know, we're taking, a, taking our foot off the gas with that, making sure that you're all fit and healthy because this, uh, you know, the tor- tortoise wins the race. So, I don't know. Slow just, and steady wins yeah, the race. Yeah. You get it. So. I definitely enjoyed my run and we both did a yoga session together, which we time-lapsed so we can share that later. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we progress over perfection. No, mm-hmm. perfection over progress. What do you say? Basically... If you haven't run for ages, don't go nuts because you'll hurt yourself. And then if you do hurt yourself, take a bit of time off. That's me. So, yeah, we're going to wrap it up. And, uh, yeah, make sure you can, well, make sure you can. Make sure you can doesn't even make sense. If you want to catch up with us and, uh, you know, tell us how you think we're doing, maybe you give us some suggestions or tips or advice or requests for other topics or people we could bring onto the podcast, uh, health and fitness is definitely something we're going to look at. Um, maybe trying to get some people in to, to give some tips and advice for sort of mums getting ready for that. And dads. Yeah. 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 So uh, you can find us on the Instagram channel, which is uh, at Hope and Mum and Dad. And don't forget, if, you, uh, if you're if you into games and watching two people suck at playing them and talking shit, then you Come can... Come check us out on Twitch. On Twitch, yeah. To, uh, Tuesday at 7.30, uh, twitch.com forward slash Hope and Mum and Dad. And we will see you later. Have a good week. Bye.